Hey, this is Mark, and this is what happened last time. After ridding the Harris Ranch of vampires, we found the family huddled up elsewhere on the property. We realized that some of the vampiric thralls that we had killed had been their kin. The next morning, we cleared a wolf's den. Wolves that had shared similar demonic traits with the foals we had seen in the Harris stables. The traits that had reminded us of the beast Ragadad. We returned to Fire's Heart in the middle of Harvest Festival. Hulk and Zan went out into the city. Relop disappeared on his own errands. And as I lamented about our failure to save the Harris brothers we had lost, the Khan joined me at the bar of the Blessing and Barrel. Three bottles in, two bounty hunters announced that they were taking Lucius Walnier, that's me, back to Wood's End. Then you walk back into the goodly gear and there's music playing in the background and they're finishing, it seems, the last act of the night for the Behold of Measure. And you can see Hulk is just enraptured under under the stage. The high orc that, that owns the place is giving a speech and it's over the top. And I wrote it. We players meek are but lovers' shadows. Those loved and lost too soon may acquiesce. But time again the righteous couple shows, one struggling strife makes happy hours no less. Our time this eve has found its sorrowed end, the beauteous fallen god elsewhere flies. Alas, of lovelorn lovers patience lend, of diverse wishes from angelic spies. If these shadows invade your hopeful dreams, our oath, dear specters, will resolve our schemes. Hulk, you didn't understand a word of that. It nope. sounded really cool. It sounds awesome. <laughs> I am like, yeah, yeah just like standing up. Right. There's a couple others that are much like Hulk too, and they kind of high five him and put their hand on his back, and they're they're also applauding. They want to share notes afterwards. <laughs> Never was a table of more woe. <laughs> yeah, she'll just kind of be smiling in the back of the crowd as everybody's sitting there. No, so you see he's holding like halfway up. Maybe he moved a few rows forward during the performance. Oh, yeah. I would too assume. Uh, but she's going to be kind of in the back and out of the way, but watching everything, and she'll plot with everybody else. Okay. Did um, you memorize it all? Because that's foreshadowing right now. I know. <laughs> I was taking detailed notes as he was saying. <laughs> okay, read him off. Go. Corlar gets off. Nah, no <laughs> and Corlar, you know, gets off the stage, and a couple people come over and try to give his attention. Little fans that he has. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to go up and follow behind the fans. <laughs> I'm going to get an autograph. <laughs> uh, yeah, Zan will follow behind and join Hogue eventually. How was the rest of it? Did I miss anything? It was good. And how many words of that final soliloquy did you understand? Not a single one. Sounded good though, right? Oh, yeah. The tempo. <laughs> I was very impressed. It's a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> Look at anything in particular in here. We'll just wait in yeah. line until we get to talk to him. Okay. Yeah, there's not much of a line. There's yeah. a few people. And, and <laughs> but the few of... that are there will talk to him for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you might have to sort of push your way in a little yeah. bit. But uh, <laughs> one of them is a young lady who seems like she's probably a thespian herself. And mm-hmm. she came up with some of the lines and wants to know more about certain terms. I, I'm actually going to muscle her out of the way at this point. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a face palm. Yeah, <laughs> just, 
just on the shoulder and just kind of gently push her out of the way. Heisman <laughs> stiff armor. <laughs> she like turns like she's going to say something and then sees you know this big guy yeah. that you are and doesn't. You know she yeah. sort of slinks away. Yeah, I'll wink at her and then <laughs> continue pushing her away. Hello. Hi. I see you were uh, happy with the soliloquy at the end. It was wonderful. Can I have you sign this parchment down here? Sisko <laughs> <laughs> staring at you like, really? Is it a, a blank parchment at the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, should I sign it to you? Your name? Lucan. <laughs> okay. Uh, dearest Lucan. <laughs> Thank you for sharing the wonderful evening with me. We'll be here if you are interested in the next installment. When would that be? Uh, I haven't exactly finished it yet, but uh, within the month. I slowly look at Zam. It's got shrugs. Depending on how busy things are, we might do a matinee tomorrow of this episode. How many episodes have you written? 36. Do you have them in, like, book format? No, but that's interesting. I wonder if I could get a... Hmm. He kind of <laughs> starts, like, writing something down. It's a shame we couldn't catch up on the story to this point. We've only known you for a short time. Maybe I will have to see about publishing. I'll give that thought. Maybe when the whole thing's done. Excellent. A complete saga, as you will. Yes. Anyway, well, we love the performance. Thank you. Thank you very much. Get that parchment back. <laughs> okay. Roll it up. Stick it in my bag. All right. Gives you sort of a limp-handed handshake. Full grab. I'm like, shake <laughs> <laughs> A couple feathers fly off of his outfit as he shakes. Grab one. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of the air, snatch. Drag him away before he does any more damage. Well, I suppose since I'm cultured now, we should go get some wine. That quickly. All right. I'm society now. <laughs> <laughs> one opera is all it took, huh? Yeah, I understand culture now. <laughs> Well, I can't wait for you to tell me everything that I missed in as much vivid detail as possible. It's fine. If you don't understand it, maybe in a couple years. Or when the <laughs> written format comes out. You're right. I'm not a theater person like you are. Yes, you seem yeah. more of a bookish type. That's true. That's very astute of you. It's more of your culture showing See? through. Well yeah, done. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just patronizing him the entire time. It's great. <laughs> yep. Relap, you're out on the water. And what was his name, then? Clarence. Clarence is at the helm as you work your way up across the lake. It's gotten dark and it is kind of cold out here and a little bit of a chill. And you're kind of watching the water and suddenly it, you get the sensation that it stops, which is weird because all you're seeing is moving water now, right? Because you've been right. sitting in it for far too long. You kind of look for a second and it, it's almost like it just sort of skips. And you look up to where Clarence was... And he doesn't seem to be there anymore. <clears throat> and Quinn is sitting there in his place. You found my orb. Well, I'm on the water, aren't I? Should I send someone for it? Um, where can I uh, trade this off? Are you going to be in Fire's Heart long? Or are you going have plans for <clears throat> elsewhere? I think we're heading to Rontman. Hmm. I can send some to Rontman. That would actually be... I would prefer that, I think, to Fire's Heart. Okay. I can give this to you in Rontman maybe a month from now. We don't have any means of fast travel around here. Well, you'll find it. Have you checked on your brother yet? I haven't. How long have you had the orb? Just picked it up. Oh. We've got slightly more pressing uh, issues that we need to address with it. Hmm. 
Have you checked on my brother? No, but I assumed that you would once you got the orb. Well, I plan on meeting up with him soon enough. What are you doing about this Castaman thing? Castaman the bishop? Yeah. I'm not a fan of what I've heard about him. Yeah, he wouldn't be ideal. Don't really uh, see him coming to power. Well, we will hope not. If you don't do anything about it, how well? Might not be a bad idea for all of us, right? One of us does something about it. I don't know about the other ones, but he seems particularly worrisome to me. Yeah, he'd go the opposite direction of where we want to be. Yeah. No, about a month and I'll be up there. You know anything about Wood's End? Why do you ask? Just got information about cultists in that area. I think there's probably cultists everywhere at this point. Might turn your eye that direction. Might help. Alright. Take care of that orb. We'll be there. Check on that brother. Well, when I can. You see him just sort of melt out much like the image had done before when you were in the woods with him. And in his place, there's the ship captain, and it doesn't seem that he was ever... Do I have any idea how he did that, or...? You have a feeling he has some sort of, like, dimensional option, like a pocket dimension, maybe? Like, it reminds you of something that... Well, because you know the banishment spell, right? Right. Something maybe in that realm. Okay. Or in, you know, where where Tucker goes when you squish him. I'm going to go ahead and summon... Tuck her back and uh, keep working on the the arcane lock spell. Okay, Clarence kind of gives you a little bit of trouble when you start burning incense. You know, like, well, right. what's going on over here? All right, back to the blessing barrel. <laughs> um, <laughs> why don't we roll initiatives, and that way we can be very specific about what we do. Nineteen two. <laughs> John, John, I, I was hoping you were going to take the orb out on the boat, and then it slips out of your hand and falls in the water. <laughs> Oh no! Bloop. <laughs> Back at the Blessing and Barrel, Merck and Lucan are sitting at the bar, working on their third bottle, and a dwarven woman in chainmail with a hammer at her side has just announced that you are being arrested, but is going to be brought back to Wood's End. And it seems like it's legitimate because this piece of paper floated in front of these paladins and they basically opted out of interfering. What you can see is this dwarven woman. There is also a bronze-skinned man with a lot of jewelry. He's got these kind of ropey, almost like a sash of gold. That's a couple of them that are going down his side. And, you know, like a bandolier, basically. He's got a lot of cloth on. It's hard to tell what he's wearing underneath or what he's, you know, if he's concealing a lot of stuff. But he is holding a staff, and he's holding it like a quarterstaff. Like he's ready to connect with you if need be. Both of them are pretty close to you. You could easily be in melee with either of them, and they you. There's also a lot of other patrons in the bar, all of whom have stopped and paying close attention. And Merc, go ahead and roll your wisdom saving throw. You get to add, because you've got the paladin sitting next to you, you get to add his charisma bonus. We would be at 12, so I'd probably just pass out or get controlled. Merc suddenly locks up, just freezes. And it was the dwarf that did that. She hmm. basically announces, and then she says something, and Dwarven points at Merc, and he locks up. And Lucan notices? Oh, yeah. And you've seen Zan cast a version of this spell. It's like he's being paralyzed. He's being held in place. So, Lucan, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Okay, Lucan draws a sword, points it at him. And yells, 
get out of this bar now. And he's going to use the command spell. I'll do it at level two, and I can affect two people, so... It's a one-word command. That's a one-word command, <laughs> but it sounds cooler when you get a sentence in there. Wisdom saving throw. You know what? She's going to counterspell you. Counterspell me? And it's okay. like less than three, so it just works. That's why I don't cast spells. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, she, swords lit she, up. So you, you kind of say it, and she and again sort of looks at you, but she's focusing on him. The other one, the one with the quarterstaff steps forward and kind of uses it to try to corral you back a little bit. He's not actually attacking, attacking, but he's trying to use that big stick to put some distance between you. Or do you, do you move at all, or are you just going to... Oh, I probably stumble quite a bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he kind of backs you off a little bit, and then as that happens again, I told you there are people in the bar, right? One of the patrons who you hadn't really noticed among the group... He basically pulls a pistol out and he holds it to Merc's head. And he says, I think you probably need to just back down, Paladin. He's got kind of a Van Dyke, kind of a pointy black beard, weathered skin. And Merc, go ahead. It's your turn so you can wisdom save. And that'd be no. So Plus three? I rolled less than I did last time. So. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So in front of Merc, uh, Halfling pops into view. Like a, a spell gets thrown, and he is standing in fr- in front of Merc. He's kind of looking up at you. He's like waist high, right? You can you can s- just sort of see him through the corner of your eye, basically. But it's Reedy Thornblossom from the Crosshair Post, and he says, "Hey, you left in the, in the post, and he keeps a copper piece sort of in your belt, and he takes your knife off your belt, and the guy with the gun says, "This is him, correct?" And the halfling says, "Yep." At this point, the dwarf comes over and picks Merc up. She's a lot stronger than she looks. And she starts to sort of, you know, move him away from the bar a little bit. She's going to tie him. Lucan, it's your turn. What are you going to do? I am going to... Gun's still pointing at Merc's head. Ah, yeah. Gun's pointing at Merc's head. Lucan puts his sword away and says, you have to take me too. And steps forward. The quarterstaff kind of pushes at you, press back against... In fact, it's almost like to the point where you're pressing back against the bar and the quarterstaff is sort of, you know, coming your direction. And again, you're you're pretty tipsy at oh, this yeah, point, yeah. too. And so, I mean, like, he's probably, pretty much pushing me away, though. Yeah, holding you in place. He's daring you. You move, and I'm cracking you with this guy. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's ready to turn it on you if he needs to. Can I say another thing? Sure. I asked the guy with the staff, I say, how much are they paying you? <laughs> He just, he kind of smiles. He's got a gold tooth. And the one with the Van Dyke with the gun says it's all legit, Lucite. They've got him tied at this point. That guy basically grabs Merc. He whips him around. They have to kind of lift him, you know, because he's paralyzed. Like, he's, he can't walk on his own. And he's looking to sort of back out of the room, making sure that you're not going to do anything about it. Yeah, if that gun's pointed at Merc's head, he, Lucan's... Not going to... Yeah. Uh, at this point, it's more like at his kidneys. You know, he's holding it down okay. to his side, but yeah. Probably in between the armor and stuff, I would assume. Like in a good spot type yeah. of thing. All right, going to let him go? I, well, I'm just letting initiative go, I guess. Oh, okay. All right. I'm looking I just at didn't the know initiative if, board. If, well, that's what's going to happen. So you, so you you kind of do that. The, the, okay. the one with the staff starts to back off, too. If they get far <laughs> enough from you, they're just going to turn around and walk out with, with I'll him. I'll use another command spell if you let me. Yeah, you can try casting in. What, right. are, what are you going to say? 
Lucano ye- yell out, drop your weapons. And he's pointing it at the guy with the gun and the quarterstaff. <laughs> the guy with the gun actually does drop his gun. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like, drops to the ground. The quarterstaff does not. And he's going to swing with it. I am hurt from last time. Does that make sense? Did we fight wolves that same day? Yes, in the morning, yeah. We did? Okay. You get hit with both ends of the quarterstaff. He basically does okay. like a crack and then, you know, he whips whips the right end and then he just whips it back again okay. in kind of a, a whirlwind motion and gets you for a total of 11, just enough to bruise your face and, you know, make a point about trying to make him drop his weapon. All right. <laughs> the, the guy with the gun swears and picks his gun up. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> and they start to walk out the door. Like, they're getting to the door yeah, yeah. at this point. So the dwarven woman and the guy with the Van Dyke and the gun are on their way out the door with Merc. The halfling was already gone. Like, as soon as he put that in there, and it, he, he went out the front door. And then the quarterstaff guy is starting to walk away from you. Hmm. He's, he had before, and then you tried to make him drop his weapon, and so he kind of stepped up, cracked you, and now he's leaving again. How far away is the Merc and them, that grouping? I mean, they're within 30. You could certainly, like, close on them if you needed to. Do gotcha. I uh, get another save? Yep, actually right at this point. 16. That's without his plus 3. Okay. Yeah, actually, so it breaks now that your hands are tied behind your back. I yell at the paladins. Hey, is the contract valid if it's an issued by a cultist? They kind of look at each other. I can prove the man that commissioned this is a knock cultist. It's not a violent contract. Help us. They look at each other and one of them kind of looks like he's... Uh, go ahead and roll your persuasion. Well, we're screwed now. <laughs> there no. So much for that. No, no we're You're screwed. We're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Natural 20, no, okay. One of them says, I've heard that before. <laughs> All right. So that every day step now. out. Lucan, you let him leave? No, I'll start hunting them down now. I have Thunderous Smite, which can knock somebody back 10 feet. Could I hit the guy at the quarterstaff with Thunderous Smite and knock him into their grouping? Uh, theoretically. Yeah? Hmm? I'm going to do that then. That'd be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lucan will just get his light sword out, start charging the guy with the quarterstaff, and he just yells, let him go! And he hits the dude with the quarterstaff with his, I'm going to Divine Smite and do Thunderous Smite. To try to knock this guy at the quarterstaff into the grouping with the pistol holding guy and right. murking them. Um, you're, you have to roll at the disadvantage because you're tipsy. Does a 15 hit? It does not hit. Okay. Second so, attack? Okay. <laughs> All right. Drunken attack, too. Watch this, baby. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Dang it! That is a crit 20 that gets canceled out. All right. Ah! <laughs> Don't drink, kids. Don't drink. All right. So takes a couple of swings, and the guy sort of the first one he deflects a little bit with his quarter staff, and the other one you really just kind of you're mad about the first one, and you overextend yourself, and he sort of taps you on the butt as you go by him. You know, just sort of messing with you because you are you're intoxicated, and, and he's not. As you do that, you almost run into the table with the two paladins. Okay. And one of the paladins, basically, the one that had, it, he looked like he had thought about helping Merc. The other one did not at all. But he basically says to you, if we have to take you in, we hang you. If they take him out, they're not going to kill him right away. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the other one says, don't cause a scene in the bar. Got it. <laughs> We're going outside. 
<laughs> guys are murdery around here. Gee. <laughs> I like this town. The quarterstaff gentleman sort of disengages from you as okay. that happens, and he's out the door, and you're basically standing here with these two paladins that are trying to tell you to knock it off. Okay, so Lucan is going to use lay on hands and use five points of it to make okay. himself not drunk. Okay. And he's going to say to the paladins, these guys are working for not cultists. Merc, are you doing anything specific out there? Nah. <laughs> Just kind of going with it. Just going with it. Right. All right. And then Lucan will start to run out the door. Okay. One of them says, sober up, buddy. He turns and winks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you step out the door. You see that they are walking down the street. They're not headed like out of town. They're headed okay. deeper into town. I want to do a perception check for that half only. Oh, okay. 14, I don't think so. Yeah, you don't know. You haven't seen him since you stepped out. To one of them, I, I don't even particular. I'm like, how much for the halfling? I'm sorry? Well, he stole my knife. I want to rip him apart. How much for the halfling? <laughs> how much for the halfling? Yeah. How much you got on you? I'm not telling you that. That's a fool's errand. Well, we'll find that out soon, won't we? All right, now we're going to have problems. <laughs> Lucan yells, put him down! <laughs> and starts running <laughs> at him. Again. Yeah, why not? I'll, I'll roll a... I'll do another command. I'll just annoy the hell out of these guys with the commands. Why not? <laughs> command two of them again. <laughs> Put things down. So the pistol and Merc. Again, the quarterstaff doesn't go anywhere. But that guy drops his gun again and he's so mad. <laughs> he's just like, ah! <laughs> All right. The con's barreling towards him. <laughs> I'm going to try to get by the quarterstaff guy and get right to the guy with the gun. All right. By the time you get to him, they're almost at the steps of the rune gate which seems to be kind of where they were headed and so they see that this paladin's running after them a lot steadier now because he you know did something about his inebriation and as they're doing that you know the the dwarven woman says your friend's gonna get himself killed i'll tell you what how about we all stop and have a civil conversation about this instead of just trying to you know hoist me in i don't think you saw the contract well, let me explain something to you. You're working for a man who would probably sooner kill you than pay you the money. It's the beauty of bounty hunting. You don't have to work for anybody. You work for the coin. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. When you go to drop me off, he'll probably kill you instead of pay you. Lucan. Yes. Just as they're finishing this conversation, you uh, are getting closer and closer to group, and... As she's having a conversation with Merck, she basically looks your direction and go ahead and make a con check. So, 16. So, she's in the middle of talking to Merck and this paladin comes bearing in. And before you can get to her, she shoots off a cone of cold that just all this sort of icy, frigidness and ice sort of shoots your direction. And you take 24 points of cold damage. Okay. That's a 60 foot cone. She hit any bystanders? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because he's, he's running, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. nobody's standing there because he's I'm not been slowed or anything, am I? Hmm. All right. No. If she were to take you down, you'd be a cool statue for a moment. <laughs> Very cool statue. Maybe <laughs> smiling. <laughs> He'd still look handsome. You ever seen a Sub-Zero Vitality? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it doesn't end well. No. Well, God, stop. She's not helping in the moment. <laughs> Lucana, you, uh, it's your turn. You said stop. I did. Lucan starts to slow down, sword's still out, and he's walking fast towards them. 
This isn't helping. We're just escalating the situation. We need to de-escalate it. I say let him go and let's talk this over. And he looks super pissed. The guy with the Van Dyke says, we are within our legal rights. We didn't say anything about that. We said, let's just talk about this. We'll keep him safe. I don't you trust need to you. go sleep it off, says to Lucan. I am the champion of light. You are not safe from me. <laughs> De-escalate. <laughs> <laughs> I have faced an avatar of Nock. You will put him down or else. And he's walking quickly towards them. <laughs> we're going to step into this establishment. We're going to rest for the night and we're going to take him to Wood's End. And the halfling is already alerting the authorities that your friend here is not abiding by the law of the land. They will hang him from a tree, regardless of who he's a champion for. How much did they pay you for this bounty? There's gold and land involved. Are you interested in giving land? I may have some land. (laughs) (laughs) Have a bridge, too, while you're at it. And we have plenty of bridges. I have persuasion and intimidation. Can I roll any of these? Go ahead and roll it. It's going to be awfully hard to sell, right? Like, they've got you outnumbered. They've got the law on their side, and they're professional bounty hunters. So, let's sit and talk this over, like Merck said, because you are working for a messenger of Nock, and I don't know if you know who that is, but it's not good. So let's just sit and talk it over. Son of a gun, rolled on 11. Pyrian paladins show up. There's a little halfling kind of leading the way. Hey, great. The law right there. Hey, he, uh, that halfling, he stole my knife. (laughs) (laughs) We don't usually listen to people that are in chains. No, I understand, but he still stole my knife. Took it against my will. I couldn't even defend myself. I never resisted. You can ask him. I never resisted. Well, it sounds as though this one is. Uh, I don't know him. Just kidding, I do know him. He's a fool. <laughs> Sam a fool? Yes, you're a fool. Lucan, you need to let this one go. You need to go talk to your sister and then figure it out. The halfling, by the way, takes out the contract and holds it up to the paladins again. Like, if you would like to look at it again. No, he still stole my knife. And uh, I would also like to counter that um, they are working for an agent of Nox, so I don't think the contract's valid. But that's beside the point. He still stole my knife. And Lucan, go get your sister. Who's holding that contract right now? The half. Reedy Thornblossom. I think it's something that gets us into real, even maybe even real more trouble, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You're already hanging according to the the law, so. Apparently. I thought you guys said these guys were awesome in the Pyrian lands. These guys are evil. What? Lucan, you gonna go get your sister like he says? No. Or I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Whatever. It's not like we've never had bar fights with only a few people. No, I know. <laughs> Go get your sister. Uh, the few paladins have their hands on their guns, too. They're, like, watching you. Hey, this is a question. As the person under arrest, can I see the contract? I don't want to touch it. I just want somebody to hold it for me to read it. Halfling comes up, and he kind of keeps a little bit of a distance from you. I would keep a distance from me, too. And he holds it up. You can see your knife is hanging from his belt. And he holds it up. And it says that you are effectively worth 5,000 gold pieces. It says actually says papples. 
and land. It doesn't denote like type of land or the amount of land or whatever, but basically land outside of the border wood. So basically he's offering estates to people in that area. And who signed the contract? The Bishop of Wood's End. Hey, uh, Asher Wolnir. So, Paladins of Pyrian, it says that Asher Wolnir is the man that signed this contract. He is my brother, and I know for a fact that he worships Noct and has committed many heinous acts and would violate your laws readily. I can prove this. The man that has the information is Cogram Distram. Lucan will say Merc is not lying. He speaks the truth. And to the dwarf, he's going to betray you somehow. I know it. But to that end, I will go quietly if you have the halfling give me my knife back. They really like look at you squint-eyed. And the man with the Van Dyke says, give him his knife back. Comes over and he sort of sticks it back into your scabbard. And he reaches in behind your belt, takes his copper piece back. It's creepy. I got my knife. I'm good. Are we done here? We're done here. Go talk to your sister. Where are you taking him again? Renegade? Yeah, we're going in here. They're like, you're outside of the Renegade. Yeah. And then to Woods Inn. It'll be fine. See you, Mark. See you soon. It'll be all right, buddy. All right, Lucan starts walking away and is going to straight to where Zan would have told them she was last. To where check out be? the festival, we went out I believe, into the right? City, uh, yeah. We didn't say specifically where sure. we were going. A lot of people are inebriated at this point, right? It's getting into the you know mid-evening. There's a, some fire breathers, street performers. Everybody's wearing these head wreaths. You're like the only person without a head wreath at this point. You're kind of blindly walking around looking for Zan at this point. Yeah, in a huge hurry, just fiercely looking around for Zan and Hold. Okay. And Relot. I don't know. We don't, we don't know Relot. You don't really know where he yeah, went. So running errands, you have yeah, no idea where I'm looking he is. for sure. all three of them. Got so, a perception test? Or? Uh, no, it's fine. It's so Shaking Zan- kids down in the street. Hold. Where are you? You're not Zan. Hold <laughs> and Zan have left the goodly gear. And they're seeing these, these fire breathers. And a couple of people juggling. One guy's doing some sort of weird thing where he's balancing fiery things. And you kind of recognize quickly that it's not really fiery. It's that continual flame. Mm. You do actually see a vendor that's selling. They're not cheap, but he's selling continual flame items. So, like, you Mm. can get a continual torch like the one that Merc has. They have lanterns. They have some swords. Like, they're just swords that have been enchanted with that that I'm just going to go shop and screw Merc. Um, (laughs) So, you know, it's sort of the high-end vendor, you notice. And just as you are seeing that and there's all this fire bursting back and forth, this, like, sort of light catches your eye because he's walking around like get this light sword out he looks completely out of place <laughs> oh, geez. and he's like looking around at everybody the head reads thing makes it harder too because everybody looks the same you know to a certain degree like above the neck but you totally see Lucan walking around with this sword out I lean over to Zan I don't know what he thinks I did this time but <laughs> no he wouldn't just light the sword in the middle of a Pyrian capital city. There's something going on. And she'll start making her way towards him. Sam, hold. God, what are you doing? Merc has been captured. Captured by who? Bounty hunters. Bounty hunters? Yes. Someone put a contract hunter. out on him? Correct. He's getting brought into that Runnegate place, and they're going to take him to Wood's End. His brother has essentially put a bounty on his head. All right. I couldn't do any. I tried. They, I was completely outnumbered. They had 
spellcasters. I tried as much as I could. If they had a legal bounty, they probably would have hung you for trying to stop it. Even the Pyrians around here were threatening me about how I needed to simmer down. Alright, Hulk, go check on the hotel. See if you see them coming or going. Who Describe to them what they look like. Uh, he goes through the descriptions. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But where, where's Relop at? Do you guys know where Relop is? I haven't no, seen I him. Can you send word to him? Yes, I can. And then I need to go speak to Indigo. And we'll see if we can't do something about fighting the bounty. Maybe invalidating it. I mean, she's kind of the head of the paladins here. If anyone's going yeah. to challenge the laws of the Pyrian land, she'd be the one to at least ask. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a good idea. All right. That's I'll, a good idea. Let's go. I'll do a sending while I do that. You need to go to Cogram Dishram's place and see if you can't find that book. We need proof of Asher Walnir's knock cult tendencies. That would help our case if we're going to make one. All right. Here, I got this for you in our hand of the ragweed wreath. I'll just knock it out of your hand. <laughs> no time! <laughs> hey, are you two wearing wreaths on your head? The yeah. rag. We'd oh, all just burst into the air and everybody sneezes. <laughs> all right. It's a cloud of ragweed. But yeah, well, she's, she's wearing one. She'll send, take it off real quick. Send a relap because I want to know where he is. Okay. Make sure he's okay. Sure. So he's going right. to stand there and wait for I'll him. go head over to Renegade. All right, we'll come find you. She has one last sending because of the spells I used for the wolf fight and you're sending to your mom. So I have one left. Before you go, Hulk, he says, hey, you remember that little halfling we saw at Crosshair Point? The little shady one? Sure. That's the guy who turned in Murk. Oh, the one that knew about Relop's brother? Yeah. All right. So keep an eye out for that little jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I will cast Sending. Relop, it's Zan. Merc has been captured by bounty hunters sent by his brother. Come find us at... Pyrian Church or the Inn when possible. That was a really good one. <laughs> that was very good. In one go. <laughs> that was fantastic. Covered all the bases, 25 words. Yeah. Boosh! How far Fantasy out? Twitter. How far out of the uh, town am I? Probably by this time, probably within the hour. Okay. I'll be at the Inn. I will see you there in an hour. He said he'd meet us at the inn in an hour, so... Okay, alright, well... I would we'll assume go. he's trying to rush as fast as he can, so he must be an hour away? I must be. <laughs> alright, right, I'll go see if I can find Cogram and see if he's made any progress on that book. Tell him we need it immediately. Yeah, I, I will. Alright, good luck, and she'll make her way out. Good luck to you. So, everybody's kind of in limbo, waiting, right? Merc, you get brought into this runagate, and... I don't think you'd ever... You hadn't actually been in there, had you? No. Kind of a seedy place. Kind of get the idea that this is other side of the tracks in town. But these guys are pretty at home here. And they go to a room. The door is actually pretty reinforced compared to what you're used to seeing in an inn. Of course. And they tie you up in a... Hands are already tied, but they basically effectively hog tie you and put you on one of the beds. And then the dwarf apparently goes to a different room and the... You don't know what happens to the halfling. But then the guy with the Van Dyke and the one with the jewelry are sitting in the room with you. Oh, hi, guys. What's your name? You do have me at a bit of a disadvantage here. My name is Cesario. This is the guy with the Van Dyke. And that's Masul. Is it Muzo? Masul. It's M. It's M U S U U L. Masul. Asked him eighteen different times in a row with a different name. What's the other guy's name? Masul. What's that other guy's name one more time? Cesario. Masul. And the grotey guy. What about the bow guy? And the guy with the gun. What the guy with the staff? 
The Merc's gone. It's so funny how often I name characters and then it never matters. Nobody ever asks their names, right? So sometimes it's exciting. Like, oh, I, I, know, I know. If I were tied so up there, I'd 100% ask these guys' names. <laughs> so, uh, Mosul, it looks like you're pretty professional with the bow staff. Do you get recruited by a lot of gangs? He doesn't, he doesn't answer you. He's not sure. He basically looks at Cesario like, do you understand what he said? All right. Not jokesters. Got it. So, um, you guys from the Lucite lands? You're from Burian lands? Cesario says, I'm originally from Princeholm. Visited there once. My friend said it smelled like piss. Yeah, I'd agree. Get enough people in one place, I guess. Masul here is from south of the sea. Salome. Well, he's a Harenim. Isn't that right? Is that how you say it, Masul? Masul doesn't say much, right? He says, yes, Harenim. Not a city goer, if you get my drift. Oh, like the Aridin here? Mm, yeah, probably. Nomads. Yeah. Well, some of them, I guess. So how do you guys feel about Nock? Nock the boogeyman? I think he's a little more real than people give him credit. They say all the gods fell and came back. Well, most of them, so why shouldn't he? I don't know if I ever quite went for any of that stuff. Oh, you don't believe in the gods? I believe in coin, and I'm partial to a good meal and a roof over my head every once in a while. I like still. Doesn't betray you. Doesn't lie. Cuts the direction it's supposed to. Maybe not always the direction you want. I like that. The truth is, if your employer was to betray you, what would you do? Hasn't happened yet. It's a pretty straightforward deal. We bring you back, they give us our reward. So I think 5,000 gold and a couple acres of land is a lot of money to pay for somebody that didn't break a law. I don't trust them. I wouldn't trust them if I was you. I don't always concern myself exactly with why they're being brought in. and If I did, I wouldn't be a very good hunter. No, I get your point, but for 5,000 gold, you think I would have done something. Everybody I pick up says they didn't do it. Cast his own a truth spell on me. Or is your cleric not capable of that? Well, she's not a cleric. Oh? She's one of those uh, arcane knights, I forget what they're called. Mm, she's more like a sorcerer. Where's armor? That's unusual. Well, she's dwarven. <clears throat> I don't put it past them. Yeah, I suppose. Relap, you end up on the on the shores of the northern lake, or on the docks, basically, and there's a lot of fire going on in town. It's dark, but they, the, the festival's going on, and so it's extra lit up tonight. A lot of drunken people, and on your way to the Blessing and Barrel, you, you do notice that there seems to be a little more of the appearing paladin presence, like they beef up security a little more than usual. Probably makes sense with extra people in town. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh see about heading into the Blessing on Barrel. If nobody's there, then I'll start making a line to the uh, church. So, you go to the inn, nobody's there, and then you said what? Probably head off to the uh, church, because that's where Zan said that okay. they were going. So, Zan, you did get to the church. When you get there, there actually there's a lot of incense burning, and they actually don't let you step in right at that point. They're, do, they're doing something. They're casting okay. some sort of spell. There's some okay. sort of ritual happening. And they won't let you like in the doors, but they say that when they're done with what they're doing, they will send Indigo out. That's who you're wanting to talk yes. to, right? But she's apparently involved with the casting. All right. Uh, how much time does she need? They basically said about a half an hour left. So 
Would you rather I, st- I can wait here? Yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's fine. We'll we'll send her outside. Okay. She'll yep. just wait and kind of pace around sure. and just look anxious. Great. And and I'll ask them specifically if she can try to find Max too. The the two paladins out front anyway. Sure. Rune Gate. Yeah. You didn't have to go anywhere because that's kind of where you guys were. Oh, sweet, excellent. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> a little ways away. Yeah, he had to come find us. But yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. In kind of the bustle, since there's festival goers all over. Uh-huh. I'm going to slip this wig on and then stumble through the door into the bar. Okay. And stumbling up to the bar and trying to look as drunk as some of the more heavier party goers. And I'm just going to kind of like scan around the lobby or if I can see where the people that Luke had described to me. Gotcha. As Um, I stumble up to the bar and I will order a bottle of wine. You actually see Reedy Thornblossom in the bar. He is sitting with his back to the wall, and he is talking to a young woman who looks a little rough around the edges. Other than that, that's the only one of them that you see, or from the description, anyway. Okay. Now that you see him, you do remember him from the Crosshair Post. Yeah, I'm going to order my bottle of wine. Happy festival! (laughs) Loudly, like, stumbling around, and I will kind of stumble by... Reedy as I'm walking out. He's kind of put a, buried himself deep into the corner. So okay. he's not by the door. Like, he's the opposite end of the place. All right. Yeah, then I won't. Like, uh, he's purposely not keeping his back to anything. You know what I mean? Does he seem, like, just kind of, like, more on edge? It's hard to say because this guy clearly has more to him than than you guys thought in the, in the Crosshair Post. Okay. So he seems very unassuming. He's good at that. You see that now, that he's got a good con about him to where he... It's it's really hard to read him. All right. I'll continue to loudly stumble out, and then once I get out, I will uh, just basically kind of cross the street and just sit down and watch. All right. So you're just going to kind of watch the exits, see anybody come out. Zane, you're pacing around outside of the church, and you can hear some music playing inside. It must be part of their ritual. Mm-hmm. And Relop comes walking up. Good, he got me a message. Where exactly is Mert? He's in the Runegate Inn. Several bounty hunters have him. How many? Uh, four of them. Uh, Lucan described him and she'll kind of go down the list of remembering what Lucan said. They're in one of the rooms there. They said they're staying overnight and then taking him to Wood's End. I'm going to try to use the laws here to invalidate the contract so that we can hopefully get out from underneath of this. But in the meantime... Lucan tried to stop them and was almost arrested and hung himself, so we have to be very careful. This isn't going to be settled by the church. Okay. If we murder people here, we'll be hanging from the tree in the morning. Yeah. We need to uh, get them out of town. Great idea. Do you have a way of doing that? Yeah, you said one of them was a spellcaster? Yeah, he said uh, he tried to cast a spell and she counterspelled him the way you do with people. A dwarf, I don't know their spellcasting ways, but at least one of them. And that halfling we met at Crosshair Post, he was there as well. Hmm. You remember him very distinctly, because you were the one that had the most interaction with him. And in fact, the more they describe, you actually do remember the harem in the bar as well, and possibly the dwarven woman. Like, you, Crosshair Post, you saw this gang. Hmm. Do I recall anything about the dwarven woman? Like, did I see any spell books on her or anything? Yeah, you don't. You wouldn't have thought she was right. a spellcaster. You, from what you remembered, she was wearing metal armor, short-haired, had a hammer or a mace or something on her side. 
do I know any spellcasters that can cast counterspell and wear armor at the same time? It's not a typical wizard. I mean, you could have a feat and wear armor. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's different ways that you can do that. Darwin could counterspell and he's wearing full plate. It's Darwin's sister. Darwina. Darwina. They don't have the arcane She's fail chance the way they used to. They the, got rid of that. The evil twin. So if you have proficiency, you're, yeah, it, does, it just your goal. The proficiency for wearing it. She's promising the land. All right. Yeah. I, if you want to talk to the bishop, that's fine. I'm going to go talk to Hulk. I think we need to liberate some items from this uh, motley crew. He's watching the Runegate Inn. Uh, Lucan is trying to get the book back from Cogram Distram. Maybe proving that Asher Wolnir is a not cultist would be enough to invalidate it. We're just trying. Okay. In the meantime, Zan, if you could do me a huge favor. Okay. And are you familiar with the spell teleportation circle? I, I know of it. What kind of components do you need? It's a specific set of chalk. It's kind of rare, but it's got special properties to it. Have you bought any here before? I have some. But I think if we're going to get Merc back, we need to get as much of it as possible. All right. I think their wizard plans on teleporting them to Wood's End. Oh. So if we can get rid of their Supply? Yeah. All right. Then they're going to have to walk. They might already have it. Well, I need to talk to Hulk about that. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll see what I can do. Okay. You want me to find you at the Runicate? Yeah, we'll be in or around the Runicate. I'll come as soon as I finish with Indigo. Good luck. You as well. How much time do I have before we think this spell casting is done? Probably not very much. Okay. So I'll wait, do the Indigo thing, and then I'll go buy the stuff. Okay. Doors open up, and this haze of of incense and stuff sort of comes out. actually makes you kind of cough a little bit, you know, just (laughs) kind of catches you off guard. And Indigo comes walking out. She actually has full-on vestments on. Mm Mm-hmm red with kind of crosshair in the center and then she's got this sort of flames going off of her shoulders and then she's got band that has a flame up at her forehead but she actually pulls that it's funny because she puts her hand right to the flame you know because it's not real and just sort of pulls it off and sticks it into a pocket in her vestment somewhere and then she looks a little more like her yeah benefia sorry about the wait we were rejuvenating the protections on the place understandable a good time to do so I have a matter of high urgency if you have a moment to speak with me. Certainly. Does she want to speak out here or does she want to go back into the church? She's happy being out here. It's a little air. She's been trooped up in there with the incense. She kind of look around with the other people that come out. Is Max in there? Was he there? It's mostly acolytes. She sits down. You do notice that Chasen is within view. Like he's watching from the doorway. So keep an eye on him and just kind of nod and keep speaking to Nico. You recall us telling the story of Everything that happened in the Lucite lands, correct? Correct. One of my party members, a mercenary, I don't know if you remember him mm-hmm. or not, his brother is actually the Bishop of Wood's End, Asher Wolnir. Are you familiar with the name? I'm familiar with the family. I don't know that I know of this Asher. All right. Well, mercenary has actually been hiding from his brother for a number of years because his brother is a knock cultist. Hmm. The Bishop of... Apparently. Well. We have proof of this, or we hope we have proof of this, based on that information with the cipher and the book and everything we were going to do with the Keepers of the Flame. Cogram Dissum is currently working on it, trying to decipher it for us. However, our timetable has been accelerated by outside forces. Asher Wolnir has set a bounty 
on mercenary, and a gang of bounty hunters have come into the Blessing Barrel and arrested him. Now, um, the question I need to ask you is, what is the rule of law regarding these, and can they be invalidated if the bounty is to be made in for ill reasons or for wrong reasons? Is there ways to overturn the bounties? The problem is there's a there's an odd line here where Lucite and Pyrian lands are intertwining. Exactly. It's not really a Pyrian bounty, it's a Lucite bounty, in a sense. Okay. Now that, it might be hard to understand when you come from Lucite lands, but the bounty hunters are sort of separate from us. Have you noticed that the paladins don't really intervene? That's what Lucan said happened. It's I didn't see it personally. Part of, It's kind of the way it's become here in which we sort of let that take care of itself. Part of what we're doing is we're trying to avoid conflict with the Lucites. If we let their bounties come in and they take their criminal back to Lucite lands, that keeps them out of our business. Understood. That makes sense. So who's in charge of the bounty hunter group? Who controls them? Is there any discourse for appealing a right. faulty bounty? If we can prove that someone is right. illegally trying to capture someone in your lands, can we stop them from doing so? At least can we have the bounty held like in review so that it's not immediately executable, so they have to stay here for a little longer until we can figure it out? This is my suggestion. She kind of thinks long and hard. Sure. Zaya's just trying to plead a case of right. some sort, whether it be something she can actually do or not. She's just trying to throw around different ideas of how this could work in a legislative mm-hmm. framework, or bureaucratic framework. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she says, in fact, that, you know, she says, I, I can see that you have a little experience, or at least well-read in the way the law works in Lucite lands. Kind of have to be. That part of it, for, on a legal aspect, is a little bit out of, believe it or not, out of my hands. But there are other options besides the legal. I don't quite understand what you mean. If these bounty hunters are accosted or interfered with within town, we are going to have to intervene. We, however, don't deal with anything outside of these walls. And so as soon as they step out of Fire's heart, they're not under our protection, if that makes sense. Could they report us later for attacking them on the roads and have us hung? Bounties out on us for interfering? They could, but people that get attacked on the road don't usually come back to town. If they're going to Crosshair Post, they can just grant another bounty, can't they? Seems like the easiest thing to just get a bounty, just pay money for it, and it's valid. She kind of puts her hand on your shoulder. And it's funny because, like, for all this time, she's so laid back, and she suddenly just, like, puts her hand on your shoulder and kind of looks closely at you, and she says, Dear, you're so civilized. (laughs) She doesn't really know how to take that. (laughs) This is basically the Pope of a church telling her, like, get reckless. (laughs) I'm going to need you to go ahead and just take this all into your own hands and uh, you do what you got to do. Law of the jungle, baby. (laughs) Bye-bye. So she's not quite understanding this person of authority telling her to right. just, you know, once you're out of my borders. The roads right outside of town have to be so deadly around here. I know. <laughs> I love this tower. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just kind of taking it all in, just kind of like, all right, we'll do our best not to cause any problems in your city. I would also point out, too, that if I, obviously, if you find out anything about this Molnir, I would love to know. 
I don't think that I would be apt to announce that. <laughs> While 40 people are standing around <laughs> listening? No, no. I, I, like, what she means is, like, she she would keep that information secret. Sure. For now. Alright. Um, letting this near know that you're on to him and that you've got information that can bring him down is not probably going to give him a disadvantage. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you said that right. Yeah, okay. It's a little that's backwards. A good, that's a good point. Surprise is in your favor. As far as we know, the only thing that Lucan and Merck said was that he was a not-cultist. <clears throat> I don't know if they said anything about that they could prove it, but again, I wasn't there at the arrest. What were you were talking about from this? Or wait, were you talking about the book to her? I did. Okay. Because okay. I was using it as a way of like trying to appeal sure. the case to her, but since she has no... But I've, I've basically told her everything before this anyway, so mm-hmm. I don't think she's seeing it as any particular negative. But I mean, unless Indigo's a knockoutist, which, you know, maybe she is. Everyone else in power is, why not? Gosh, that would have been a crazy scene. Right? Been. You're in the middle of talking to her, she just oh, like... come on in! Yeah. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Asher, they're on to you. Sending, sending, sending. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we'll let you know as soon as possible. Thank you for the information. Again, we will do our best to not have anything happen in town. She says, by the way, Max, let me know that you or your group were concerned about that eye. And she kind of points back at the church. They're doing similar rites at the stores, which should help protect some spots that maybe there were some blind spots. Oh, there's, there's been too much going on. We haven't had time to talk to you about that. That's good to know. Hopefully it's, we'll be safe there. Destroy it as soon as you can. That's free advice to you. And she'll make her way towards the main street to go to Orison's or whatever the... Orison's, yep. Orison's. Uh, for the chalk stuff. Magic chalk! So you're going to try to buy him out of chalk? Sure. Is that the plan? That's a really smart idea, by the way. How much chalk does, That's it, clever. does it take for the... What's the cost on um, like one casting? It's 50 gold <clears throat> per... They've got about 250 gold worth of chalk. chalk. Yeah. She'll buy them out. Nice. <laughs> this dwarf woman comes in right behind you. <laughs> hey, um, do you have... <sighs> nope, never seen it! <laughs> By the way, when you get out of town, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> so she'll buy 250 gold worth of chalk. Okay. Jonathan, I'll put that on your sheet now. Just know that I'll cool. transfer it over to you when we get it. Thanks. Yep. All right. Lucan, you get to Cogram Disrum's manor, and it's always weird because it's just this walled thing. Nobody's at the wall. And as far as you know, it's just... In this giant mansion, it's just him and Pitt knock on the door. Yeah, I start yelling, Karam! Pitt! <laughs> and I start thinking about jumping to see if he can do it. Oh, to see if he can jump up like Merck did that Yeah, time. I'm going to do it. Nobody I'm going to see if I can do it. <laughs> Athletics check. 19. Hey! Jumps up. It's very clanky, even with the mithril. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and get up to the top and drop back down. I'm going to look and just see if I see anybody yet, and I'll yell, I'll yell their names again. Not no. answering. All right, he's going to get down and then start walking up to the main keep and just knock on the door. Keep kind of yelling his name. It's got a big knocker. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. He's looking back at the lightning rod, big post in his yard, and kind of turn back as the door kind of creeps open in front of you in its cogram. It's just sort of one eye through the crack of the okay. door. Hey, cogram, I'm really sorry to bother you right now. It's urgent. You see two other eyes pop up like above <laughs> him and far above him. Creepy. I'm here about that book that 
my friend Merck gave you with the formulas in it. Uh-huh. I was wondering if by any chance you had that decrypted. Kind of looks up at Pit. It looks down at him. How do I know that you're not trying to take that book from me? Lucan puts his hands up to his sides and just says, Cogram, Merc actually got taken by his evil brother by some bounty hunters. And I need that book to see if I can get proof that his brother is a not-cultist. By the Asher? The Asher? Yeah, Asher Walnier. And Pitt says, Cinder. What, what is Cinder? They creak the door open. Thank you very much. I appreciate this. And this he, he kind of walks in with his hands up still. To hulking just... Pitt sort of above okay. you, you know, as you walk through. He says, I'm still working on this. Do you have anything that's decrypted yet that might prove anything at all or anything written down that I could take with me? He does actually have some scrolls. He said, this is for the mercenary. Correct. I can't just hand it to you. I promise you can hand it to me. You, you have my word. I am the champion of light. <laughs> you have my word. I roll your persuasion. <laughs> Eleven. I can leave something with you if you want. I mean, I, in exchange or a- anything. You need to fear that brother of his. I, th- I think we need to prove that he's like a not cultist. Do you have anything in your writings that talks about well, that? He's been communing with the shadow since he was young. Really? And that says that in these books? Mm-hmm. Is it like a diary? Parts are... Whoa. Parts are something else. Hmm. Is there is there any way I can have a copy of what's written on here? He says if I send maybe a page with you, would that would that help so that I don't lose my work? Uh, I mean, yeah, that would be fine. How long would it take to copy down what you have? Would it take? I, well, I could give you one of the pages I have transcribed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be absolutely. That'd be great. So to find this page, it doesn't mean a lot to you at first glance. You know, it's it's sort of taken out of context. See if that helps. I send Merc back when you get when you help him. We'll get this taken care of. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. He starts shaking his hand. Pitt says, "I thought is that and it's you know you're sort of reminded that he's much smarter than he looks at first glance, right? This big ogre-sized goblin." And he says, "We think it's possible that Asher is going to try to become Knock." Lucan takes a step back and. His eyes go wide, and he's just kind of frozen, and then gets back to himself and says, that is not great news, but I do appreciate you telling me. Cogram just says it's very scary stuff. Yeah, that is scary. All right, I will uh, I'll get this page back and to the group, and we'll see if we can get this to help free Merc, and uh, we'll, I'll, I'll send an update as soon as I can. And then he says, thank you very much again. And he shakes his hand, and then he actually goes to shake Pitt's hand. Pitt doesn't know what to do with that exactly. Okay. But he, it's very awkward. He basically just takes, like, your whole hand in sort of a weird <laughs> way. He just sort okay. of and pulls it back. Have a good night and stay safe. And then Lucan leaves. So apparently our last chance is to just jump up outside of the city. According to Indigo, she says she doesn't have jurisdiction for anything outside of the city limits. When they're on the road, it's their problem to stay alive. I love this town. You see Lucan walking extremely fast towards you guys. He's sweating like crazy. Do you have the book? I have a decrypted page. Yes. Okay. He kind, of, he kind of looks around and makes sure no one's like listening in on the conversation. But he says, 
Merc's brother, so far that Cogram can tell, is trying to become Nock. But that seems like a really bad idea. Yeah. That's basically what Feridun was doing. Why would it stop there? He hands the page over to Relop and says, Relop, you'll probably be able to read this better than I can. I, I don't know. I mean, is it nice and clear? It's or is it? It's written. Does it have any type of type of formula, type of writings in it as well? Or uh, it's it's written in sort of a meter of sorts, in kind of a weird way. It's like this creepy, like it's got a very specific rhythm to the way it reads hmm. out. Okay, but otherwise, no. It, it's it, okay. and it's taken out of context, but the, the yeah. gist of it, it says something about sacrifice to knock, and the word that that it uses is. It's a weird word because he sort of scratched it out, and you could see they had trouble with the translation of sorts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know that Lucan would know this, but like he knows that it's based on infernal, okay. and so obviously one of those two that's working on this knows infernal. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to right. exactly be translating it the way they are. The, the word they ended up with was filial, which basically means family. Specifically, I think it talks about sons or daughters, okay. but there's the sacrifices. It's based on family, somehow or other. All right. Well, and you know, honestly, Lucan probably would have read this thing a hundred times on his way back to them. Sure. So I, I guess he'll hand it over to Relop and say, you, you want to check that over? There's a there's a kind of a scratched out word here that, I don't know, there's a word that's a little odd to me, but I don't know if you recognize it or not. And he points out the word filial, but I, I don't know if this is going to actually help us get yeah. Merc out of this bounty or what. Do I recognize that? The word? Yeah. Make like a intelligence check. We'll just see if it's part of your vocabulary. It is not. My <laughs> <laughs> rolls are god awful tonight. <laughs> it's most definitely not. Thomas, you're gonna have great rolls. Yeah, I was gonna say I would be amazing. I know. <laughs> Did you guys go into the rune gate in? Yeah, there's just standard crowd drinking, but that one halfway was there. Oh, he Lucan just looks super mad all of a sudden. We'll be able to hurt him later. Is that the plan? We wait for him to come out. We can't fight him in town. Indigo said they would have to stop us if we did. She says we have to wait for them out on the roads on the way out to cross uh-huh. our post. Then they can't can't stop us. But how, many, how many exits are out of this town? There's really, as far as major exits go, there's there's really just two because it butts up to the wall. See, they're going to go out the two secret exits. So you've got a west Mark exit, a su- uh, east about. exit, <laughs> and then the lake. Do we just sit outside the exit and hope they come up? through. Are we really comfortable ambushing someone on the road like common cutthroats? Yeah. For Merc, yeah. Oh, crack my knuckles. We don't have to kill these people. I mean, they're not doing... You can give them they're, this. they're doing their job, but yeah, I've I tried... Mean, I, realistically, we, all we gotta do is just subdue them enough to get Merc away from them. Yes, and I and I will warn you that spellcasters with them and did negate a spell I tried to cast. I mean, they they knew what they were doing. They seemed seasoned. Can't they just threaten Merc again, like you said the Pistolier did? Yeah, the issue, we would have to have a surprise attack because the issue bar was that they held a gun to his head. I would say we'd maybe a day or two out of the road we jump him. Maybe get him at nighttime or something so we can just get Merc and get the heck out of there. Dude, are we sure we they don't have some sort of uh, means of faster travel? That's what concerns me. I bought he out. said there was a wizard and... So you think they might teleport? That's what I'm concerned about. I bought out the magic store's entire supply of chalk. They can't get any of their supplies for it if they don't have it already. If they don't have it already, in which Mm. case we still have a problem. 
Hogwood. I don't know how these contracts work. Can I steal this contract and then we claim it's ours? I mean, I'm I don't know what happened to the contract. I almost told him to rip it up, but I thought maybe I'd get hung for it. Do you have the contract? Who has the contract? The Pyrians? The bounty hunters have it. And Actually, they... who, who had the contract um, at the end? It was the halfling. The halfling had the contract. But they have a copy of it at the Crosshair Post. Remember when we posted it for the tiefling? Hmm. There's a record of them, even if you tear up the paper one that you have in your hand. They're kept behind the bar. Do we need to go talk to this halfling now? And say what? Maybe. They're not going to look at this sheet of paper and yeah, you're pass right. judgment. They're getting paid 5,000 gold to bring in a person. If we have to grab Merc and get out of town, we still need the book. We can't go to Wood's End with this page. It's not enough. We could always have him send it to us or something. I'd rather... I mean, he's going to get intercepted on the way. I mean, there's no... We have to hide Merc. We have to grab him and go. There's no way we could spend time in here anymore. We need the book now, then. We have to take it with us. We have to keep it safe on us. I'm going to pull out my little copper wire and message mark. Nice. Which floor are you on? So out of the two of you, which of you could win in a fight? I'm just curious. Gaspard a lot? I look over at Hold. <laughs> He's on the second floor. Okay. Which side? I'm, I'm working on that. I message Merc again. Can you tell me which side of the uh, building you're on? Hey, have you guys ever gone south to Meridor? Just curious. How do they plan on leaving town? That's the best question. So, guys, I've uh, been a little saddle sore. How are you planning on getting me out of here? Says the wizard has plans for that. Well, that's exciting. What was her name? Her name's Dargoon. Dargoon Morkill. Morkill? That's not an ominous name. M-O-R-K-I-L. If we need to get him tonight, I mean, this place is run by a bunch of greedy criminals, right? Maybe we could just buy our way into the room or something. I wouldn't be able to do it because they already have seen me. In fact, I probably shouldn't be around here, honestly. <laughs> That's a strangely criminal outlook on things. We need to get Merc away from these people. You know that. How are we getting him away in town without being caught? I don't think it can be done. We got a way to possibly put them asleep in the room. Relop? I can't do that. Wait a minute. Relop, you can turn into people, right? Can you turn into that halfling? I don't have that ability right now. I've got some pace that might paralyze one of them, but I don't think doing that in a town that will hang you for something like this, I don't think that's a wise move. You think we could nab that halfling and interrogate him and then you turn into him tomorrow and go get Merc out? We could lie to these people and tell them to maybe hurry up and get them going on a different way or lead them right to us? I think Hulk's going to need to get that uh, wizard's component pouch. Merc mentioned that they were planning on traveling via some sort of magical means, and the only thing I can think of is teleportation. What if, if you think you need a distraction, I could go in there and start barking around for him or something? That'd be fine. They're just going to have you arrested. Possibly. They already threatened it once. If I don't actually they, do they anything don't but me. run my mouth, I they don't, don't think they'll hang people me. for disturbing the peace, right? I don't know. I wouldn't think so. I mean, it's festival day. I'm sure there's a lot of drunk people around. You can try, but I don't know if that's going to guarantee they're going to all come down. They're still going to leave guards up with Merc. They're not going to leave him by himself. You never know. Can I interject for just a second? Sure. Just because Holg's experience would actually be helpful here, I think, too. Mm. You know that this is run by 
the criminal organization in town. Mm -hmm. That's its own kind of protection, too. If people create a mess in that town, if it was your neck of the woods, that would be a dangerous proposition. Right. So, so Luke might be on to something with the talking to the proprietors to possibly either look the other way or something like that, because they're not going to want guards coming into their establishment. Isn't that going to tip our hands to what we're going to do if they alert them? They're getting 5,000 gold in land. I'm sure they're willing to spend a fortune to keep themselves protected in there. Can we outbid them? Well, I mean, they don't have that money yet. They might so have what, the money what they already. do, they wrote an IOU to the owners? I mean, I can write an IOU, too. They might have money before from other jobs. We don't know how much it's going to take to convince these people that we can go in, and they say, sure, and we undercut them, then, by the way, they'll just tell them that we're going to try to break them out. Mm -hmm. I feel like if we're going to break in there and get Merc out of there, we have to do that on our own and tell no one else about it. If we keep people distracted, do you think you could go up into that room and, and open it up? Yes. And if maybe there's a guard or two in there, I wonder if you could convince how we could get those guards out, though, too. Zan's probably right. They're probably not going to send everybody our way, but maybe they would if it was me, though. Maybe they would think, great, it's that guy. Send everybody down there just to get rid of him real quick. Maybe give you mm -hmm. a minute or two. I'm worried they just call the paladins on you. I don't think they will. I'd be willing to get arrested for them because I could, I could get out of that. I don't think they would hang me for just causing a ruckus. I'm not going to draw my sword. I'm not going to attack anyone. I won't even use any spells. But if I get up there, I mean, what do I do? Do I find the door? Or well, are they all in the same room? Well, I'm thinking if maybe Relop talk. Can you keep talking to Merc all night? Yeah, I can keep in contact with him. So maybe Relop can kind of keep talking to him and give us an idea of who's in the room while we're making the distraction and see if possibly those people leave if they don't maybe i just maybe i just leave then but it, that might be worth a shot to see if we can draw those two out of the room problem with nabbing merc in town is then the paladins know that we nabbed merc which makes it real difficult for us to come back into town at the very least we mm -hmm. need to make it look like he got away on his own oh, i bet we could do that cut the rope open the window that's all you gotta do yeah but if he's got people in the room with him we yeah yeah i know come out. i know that's the tricky part whole building's made of stone, right? Mm -hmm. Does the sides look like he could climb up pretty easily? With some skill. I mean, yeah, certainly okay. hold could, for sure. Okay. He could find footholds. Relop, do you have any invisibility spells or anything like that? No. Do you have any type of illusion spells that could lure somebody out or maybe make them hear voices outside the door or something? How long have I been hawk-tied on a bed? Well, a few hours at this point, right? Can I have a short rest? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what if you did this while well, I'm downstairs making a distraction, and if they don't leave the room, what if you open the door and walk in and just pretend that you were told to grab them or something like that and try to convince them that they, they have to follow some type of order and, man, I don't know, cut the rope for Merck and, <laughs> and get him to help you take the two out. I, I don't know. That's probably asking a whole lot. I was thinking about setting the building on fire. <laughs> mm, no, 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 no. That would probably not that, be a great idea. Be... But it would get everybody out of there. And we could grab them in the street during the ruckus. But we can't because it's, oh, a, it's okay. a stone building. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They yeah. probably it might have magical means to take put the fire out pretty quick, too. Maybe. And it's not that unusual with this festival of fire everywhere. There's bonfires all over the place. Aren't a lot of them magical, though? 
when a lot of them were real. Know, that's what we're seeing. Yeah, the, the bonfires are real. That's, that's why right. I was Those were that. real, weren't they? Yeah. Because they were burning wood. Did you have any ideas, Rima? I don't. I honestly don't think that we should try and get him out okay. in town. Okay. But they're going to leave magically. We're not going to have another opportunity. That, that's the that's, scary thing. Which is that you can get rid of the power. If we can steal the magic components this, from the wizard, then this may sound they silly. won't be able to leave. This may sound silly, but do, do you spellcasters typically carry that at your hip at all times? It's what I'm always reaching for. Yeah, okay. Was she in the in the first floor? Did you see the dwarf? No, I saw the halfling. Just the halfling. Maybe we, maybe we should spot check in there. She again. might be down there now. Yeah. How long it's been? Do you want to go back in? Sure. Just be a relap to go in. He hands the empty wine drinks. bottle to you and says, "Bring that in." <laughs> and buy another. Give me your bag, the new one. I will reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a bag? It's a green scaled bag. You haven't seen it before. If we're leaving town, we need to get everything we ha- we need here. I'm getting the book back from Cogram. All right. I think we need to leave that book with him. We need it. We need more than just a page. If we're leaving town with Merc to head towards Wood's End, we need everything we can bring to bear. Bringing down a bishop is going to require way more evidence than one page. That they could say has been but nobody can possibly decrypt this, but him. That's the he's already situation. decrypted enough of it to prove that he wants to become knock. That's enough. Well, if they, he thinks that that might be what is going on. I so, can find out how much of it is done, but we can get what we can get. We need all of it. Do you not I agree? Mean, well, he could ship it to us. And how? Some type of carrier can get it over to us. I don't know if I would trust a carrier with that type of material. You know, also, I have to go through the first bit's forest, and you know that that wasn't mm-hmm. reliable. Oh, okay. Go get the book then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I figured we had to keep the book there, so. Oh, I was just go get the book. If anybody else thought that that was a good no, idea too, I, I feel like we need to have it. I do think we need to take it with us if we're leaving town, because yeah. I don't think a carrier is going to get it to us. Well, I better go back with you because he was reluctant to even give me a page and. He's not going to be happy that I'm going to come take the book now, so... You don't have to. I can do it. And you need to cause a ruckus if they need to to distract. Oh, you're going to need to be here. We need all of us here if we're going to start doing that. Whatever. So he, we, we can wait. We all can right. wait. I'll, I'll, get, I'll be right back. She's going to run off. I'm going to see if I can spy Merc in the window. Oh, from like a rooftop, you could probably look into it. Well, either that or make a drunken effort to try and climb the exterior to peer in. Oh, you peeping Tom, you. Yeah. <laughs> you get distracted at one of the windows. No. No. Yeah. Ah. Real Animal House moment. Roll your stealth. That uh, is at 22. Climb around up there, you kind of look in a couple windows, you kind of wish you hadn't looked into one of them. And <laughs> then, you know, the, the shutters, or not shutters, but there's some drapes sort of pulled, but they're not heavy drapes. And so you come to one, you can see through... The sheer, you know, with the light on the inside. Mm-hmm. So you see, see Merc still in his armor, hogtied on a bed. There are two other people in there sitting up against the walls. Right. One of them's kind of full of jewelry, and the other one has a dark Van Dyke and a gun on his head. So we're not like doing shifts where like one's kind of like dozing off and the other one's still. Mm, well, they're both still awake at this point. It's not that late. It's evening, but it's not. Right. All right. I'll ship you back down. Pretend you're drunk and fall down. Just fall off. <laughs> no. Well, what'd you see? So there's two men in the room with him. They have him tied up on the bed. Strangely enough, 
not the only people I saw tied up on beds, but (laughs) (laughs) both images are something I will never forget. Do we get an idea as to how many rooms they have available at the room gate? Yeah, I wonder if there's a room. I mean, you have to go in and ask for right? Somebody going to the counter? Yeah, I'll slide in there and ask them if they've got any rooms available. It's a dwarf on the counter. I'll fill up tonight, mate. Yeah, I kind of figured with the festivities. How many rooms do you usually have? You must be doing all right here. Some of them are permanently used, but uh, we usually run around six to eight. Nice. Decent lodging? Secure. Yeah. More than I can say for the busting and barrel. Yeah? Well, that's where I'm roomed at the moment, and I had something stolen from over there. Hmm. I mean to get it back. A lot of that going around. Well, check with us tomorrow. All right. Do I see that uh, halfling? Yes, he's still over in the corner. He is talking to young lady. Okay. Of the night. Roxas. All we need to figure out where that wizard is. Yeah, I don't think looking through all the windows is going to be the best route to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. It might be the best route. <laughs> Just looking all the windows, if she's in there. Not from what I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that half that halfling's probably going to recognize all of us only. Probably. Definitely would recognize Zan and I, I'm sure. With all of our loose sight. Yeah, well, high arcs are not typically common here either. Yeah, so. that's, a, that's a good point. Our rodeos. Forest gnomes. <laughs> now, for some reason, I have rock gnomes in my head, like Roxanne. Rock gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that was what was going through my brain. Nice, awesome. You brought it up. I just, I think that's why you said that. Probably. That's why I said <laughs> it, it came out rock happy. gnomes instead of rock gnomes. Don't have to cast mage light. Okay. <laughs> Can I get to Cogrims in time and get the book and get out, or is he going to fight me on this whole thing? Yeah, he's not going to hand that book over. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. So however you want to play it, she's not going to leave without that book. <laughs> <laughs> not to fast forward the role playing, but right. just so that we're not burning through the same thing. Yeah, right. You might want to Wait, point she's... out the fact that you did save him from a vampire. Yep. I was going to bring that up. It's going to be any, like, dude, I saved you. There was a few things I wanted to say during his conversation, but I wasn't there. So right. So now you're trying to one up me? I yeah, see, exactly. I I was trying happens. to make you look as bad as humanly <laughs> possible. <laughs> that doesn't take much. Oh Jesus. Aww. I'm not going to save Merc anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You guys let him die. Throw I'm going to start doing these bounties. I mean, these things, 5,000 and some land? I'm in. What they're not telling you is that land is the plot you're going to be buried in. <laughs> After they sacrificed me for Nock. <laughs> they were very vague about the land. So then you get to Visceral Manor, as we yeah. call it. Yeah. Athletics check. The wall. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. She actually oh, tries to no. turn it off and it just opens. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'll just open the gate. Nobody's he went running in. You went running in to get the book before, so I'm just, just going to try to open the gate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's locked up. Okay. You're just going to pound for a while? Yeah. A few drunken people come by and they sure. you know, mm. basically inquire, like, Do you need a place to stay? Are you? You know, they're, they're actually quite sweet, but they're just sort of drunk and. Thank you. No, I'm fine. Keep it in the door. Just about the time you're like, okay, I'm going to have to try to find a way to this thing. thing. <laughs> you actually see Pitt over the top of the fence. Yeah, wall. the wall. And he's sort of looking down at you. His eyes kind of gleam a little bit in the darkness. Have you brought the page back? Yes. And I need to speak with Cogram. Door opens up. <laughs> I didn't think so. That's the right answer, though, Lance. I know. <laughs> I, there was no other way she was going to be let in. All right. Giant standing there with this... 
pole sticking out of this mound and behind him. And he puts his big mitt out in front of you. I need to speak with Cockrum first. Kind of frowns and pulls his fingers back into a fist. Fine. Walks that way. Okay. Cogram's inside, and he's drinking some little mead that he apparently had left from when you guys had seen him before. What's the problem? You saw my brother earlier, correct? Mm-hmm. And he told you about everything that's happening? That the mercenary has been taken by bounty hunters? Yes. And what do you need from us? Are you bringing the page back? They're teleporting him away in the morning. We need that book for proof. How much of it is translated? Not not very much. It's a slow process. But you told my brother you thought you had enough evidence to prove at least some dark dealings with Asher Wolneon? Oh, there's dark dealings. In that book that you've translated? Mm-hmm. That are available for anyone to read and to understand? I wouldn't make them available to everyone. To people to prove that Asher is evil and clear mercenary's name? So you're wanting the translations? We need the book. The translations aren't going to be enough. We need to show the book with all of the writings of Asher Rolnir's handwriting that he is doing these evil things, and we need to prove that to people in power that can remove him and try him for his crimes. We can't do that with one page. Is the book there in the room? I don't know. Okay. No, he's not standing there with it. Okay. Well, I knew he gave him the page. I didn't know if he was still working on it or if it's there in front of him. Or... No, he was sitting in the kitchen with <clears throat> wine. Oh, with wine. Right. Okay. If you get him out of this... Bring him back to me and I will teach him what he needs to know to finish the job. He's going to need somebody to translate some of the language. Infernal? Mm Mm-hmm. But I can teach him the math. I've got it down. We have no way of getting him out of there without drawing the attention of all of the paladins. Do you have any way of helping us get him out of the Runegate Inn? Kind of at a loss. He looks at Pitt and Pitt's like shaking his head (laughs) like, no. Would a rampaging monster (laughs) cause any problems? I don't want to put any of you in danger, but we we need this, and I don't know any way of getting him back here safely. We're going to be hunted, and you don't want us back in town and in your house while we're being hunted. You've been in enough danger as it is. Where is the book? Says the answer is to not have yourself be hunted. I don't know how to do that. Then you have to figure it out. (sighs) Where is the book? Hey, go get the book. It comes back. Giant hand with this little tiny book inside of yeah. it. Just hold it in front of you. I will do my best to bring him back here so that we can translate this with you and bring no further trouble to you. But if it doesn't work, we have to have this when we leave. I hope you understand that. He says I've already learned more than I probably need to anyway. Thank you for everything you've done. I haven't forgotten what you and your friends did for me. She'll reach out, take the book, throw it in the satchel, and speed out of there. Okay. And then I want to go to the leather shop and get my coat and get out. Is the coat will be ready? I have no idea. <laughs> Tell him to rush it. <laughs> You're worried about a coat. I am, more so than anything else in the whole <laughs> adventure. <laughs> you one up me. <laughs> Why couldn't that guy be like, here, just take the book? <laughs> When you get there to the uh, leather and lace, mm-hmm. you get her to sort of promise that it'll be done while yeah. the husband is like, yeah. obviously the guy that's going to stay up all night doing the work, Yeah, right? but it'll it, they can have it for you by the morning. I will pay them more. Okay. Um, I will throw five platinum. Okay. He seems a little less 
irritated Good. when he has five platinum <laughs> into his life. Alright, done. And then back to them. Okay. She, she gets the five platinum. He goes, oh, look, honey, four platinum. Husband <laughs> <laughs> and wife team. Nice. Oh, Works you're such time. a sweetheart. You're so good at negotiating. Uh, right. <laughs> We're going to be rich before you know it. Alright, get back to the group. Alright, I have the book. Just in case we need it, but Cogram is very intent on teaching Mercenary the math himself. So if we can somehow get Mercenary out of there and get him back to Cogram Distance Place while we're not being hunted by the Paladins, mm. we'll be okay. But I don't know how that's going to happen. If we can find a way to do it with at least making it look like Merc escaped on his own, then we have plausible deniability. Absolutely. Hey, how do we do speak, that? Do you think Merc's brother's tracking him through magical means? I mean, he's I speaking to them him at night. that one bit. I wonder if we got him a necklace or some type of item like Zan, so he can't track him. It's just a thought. I mean, we could sure we'd have to find think one, about it later. That'd be a good idea. Yes. In the meantime, I had some ideas, but all of them are going to require a night's rest. I have spells I can use to try to disrupt what they're going to try to do, but I, I don't have them now. So, if we sleep this evening, get up early, maintain some sort of watch to where we can make sure they aren't leaving early. We can try to stop them. I can attempt to dispel magic on the teleportation circle as it's being cast. If I can be at the same level as the window and I can see it and I'm 120 feet away, I can try to disrupt the magic spell as it happens. If we can get into the building itself, I can attempt to stone shape through the walls of rooms into his room to get him in and out. There's a number of different options, but all of them are going to require things I don't have right now. Alright, we need rest. So we gotta take watch. They're going to need to sleep as well. So do I just sneak into the room and let him loose? That seems like not a bad idea. Just jump out the window on his own after that. All right. Well, let me know when you're going to do that. I can attempt to bless your abilities to do so. But if you're in there and they wake up, you're going to be caught. If they keep a continuous watch with one person awake in that room at all times, that's my concern. Do you have any knockout gas or anything? No. All right. Let's get some rest. I'm going to send a message to Merc. We're getting you. It's in the works. Get so, some rest. Hey, there's a way for you to tell us what you want us to do. Exactly. Hey, so that dwarf, she's the one that's going to be teleporting? I got it. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> so we need to find the dwarf, but... Message him back. If you could find out which room she's in, that'd be a long way to helpful. Do you guys get a joint in your rooms, or like, I'm going to have to hike all over the place? He says she doesn't like to be on the second floor or something about her dwarf's connection <laughs> <laughs> so the dwarves like the ground level. That makes sense. Is there like a sub level here? Hold, we need to find out how many rooms this place has on the first floor. I got a different idea. Uh, I'm going to go in and talk to the bartender. I'm going to walk in. I'll place the empty wine bottle on the counter. I'll look at it's the male dwarf behind the counter, correct? Mm hmm. Okay, I will mention in Thieves' Camp, I hear you have a dwarf boarding on the ground floor. Thieves' Camp, he says, well, the place is owned by dwarves, but we do have a dwarf or two. There's a, Interested in dwarves, are you? Kind of um, smirks. Not so much in that fashion. This one in particular has something of mine. Hmm. And I'd like to discreetly get that back. It's not your heart, is it? No. Again, he's sort of messing with you. What's it worth to you? I slide one of my platinums across. 
I just need to know a room number. Hmm. He's like reaching for a key and he stops. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> As he picks it up, basically with two fingers, and you've seen that the doors have just single numbers on them. Right. So there's going to be a room, you presume, that has a two on it. Okay. I nod to start slinking away. Okay. I'll wait until later in the evening. It seems that like the crowd's mostly died down. People sleeping, passing out. You notice that Reedy Thornblossom has went apparently to his room or something. And he's he's gone. The girl that he was talking to is searching for her purse. Yeah. Game recognizes game. Yeah. Karma's gonna bite him real bad later. <laughs> Pull a hopper and just beat the crap out of him. <laughs> Is room two, like, blatantly in the open? No, there's actually a hallway of doors going off of the main room, and so it's down there. And it's not really very well lit, in fact. Sort of walk into the shadow to get to your room. Told you it was a little seedy. Perfect. I love this town. <laughs> Alright, I will, uh, when I find door two, press my ear up to it and see if I can hear anything. If she's snoring, or go in and root around. Didn't make a reception test. A 22. You don't think that you're snoring, but there's somebody in there. Like, you hear some sort of movement, like creaking, maybe like a piece of furniture Mm -hmm. as somebody moves around. Okay. Alright. I'm going to try and unlock the door. Okay. So, make a lockpicking check, and then if you want to be stealthy about it, roll that too. Well, that's a natural ward on the lockpick. Oh, uh, gosh. Oh, Lord. comes to uh, 14 for stealth. That's a 32. It's not a net 20. That's a 19. Oh, okay. Okay. You're on the so you're very quiet about it, but then it's like you go, you go to do it, and you're like, man, that was smooth. And then you go to open the door, and it's still locked. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, you, you thought you had it. <laughs> You did not, like, you're good enough at this that it didn't, you didn't necessarily, like, jack up your tools or anything, but (laughs) it's taking you way longer than you want it to. Great. How long has Hulk been in the, uh, inn? 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Once we're on relap, you have a look about you. I'm gonna pull out my copper wire and send a message to Hulk. Hulk, what exactly is going on in there? Hulk, you jump a mile. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that again. <laughs> but I found her room, and I'm trying to get in there. What's he doing? He's trying to notify the mage that we're on to him. I'm going to send a message back to him. Hulk, you realize every time that I'm in town in an inn, I cast a spell on a door that lets me know when people are trying to enter the door? Okay, so you know which room she's in? Yeah, at this All point, right, let's get back. by the way, it would have gone off for sure. Merck said that the wizard wasn't going to be able to send them on their way until the morning, right? Right. So we jump for tonight. If I can get to sleep now, I can cause that wizard not to get a full night's rest. Unless she's sleeping now. Hopefully Hulk's taking care of that for us. I'm going to send a message to Merck. We're going to get you out of this. Just trust us. I'm going to go back to the Blessing and Barrel and go to sleep. Sam, can you wake me up in eight hours? Yes. So, once Relop conveys to me that I have probably woken her up, I'm just gonna, like, bang on the door and, like, <laughs> so they said this was my room! 
right. Oh my Door must be stuck. Door opens up, and there's a Gorbin woman. She's got kind of a tight cut hair. She's kind of wearing a just a, like a tunic, basically. A little bit revealing, actually. Like her armor's off, and she's basically like, "What is the problem here?" Said this was my room. It is not your room. It's my room. That's why I'm in it. What's your name? <laughs> my name is I Need to Sleep. Well, so do I. So. <laughs> uh, roll your charisma. <laughs> oh, oh yeah! Come on, baby! It's going to be bad. If there's a time to crit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Could I add, like, uh, persuasion or anything there? Sure. Four. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you argued. It's, it's those little inches that matter. It's not the whole yard. Well, I rolled five. It really oh, is a game of inches. She kind of puts her hand on your chest, and you're kind of like, ooh, and then she just gives you a good sort of stiff arm shove, and then the door shuts by. I'm going to do the, uh, the repeated toddler knock. Lady, lady, I, I still think this is my room. <laughs> just keep knocking. She seems to be ignoring. Oh, I'm going to do whatever I can to be irritating through most of the night. Going to keep bugging her? Yep. She might end up hanged by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Have her murder you and then she gets home. She murders you. No, she then... assaulted me. Uh, so do like I mean, the whole like, John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to sleep too at some point if, if you want me to try something else. Zan, I think maybe you go sleep and I'll hang out here. I better go get my cloak though. We gotta get Hold out of there. He can't just stay in there the whole night and kill him. Oh, they won't kill him. They'll just kick him out. Alright. I'll come back in eight. Okay. Come back to the door. Just let me in. <laughs> <laughs> let me love you. <laughs> I'm a cuddler. <laughs> Big spoon, little spoon, doesn't matter. <laughs> knocking and knocking and knocking and then it, 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 no noise happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now I try to unlock the door. <laughs> oh. oh my lord. Make a roll. 27. Alright. I would say click, but there's a silence spell going on. Yeah. Oh my god. Now that the door's unlocked, I wait a couple minutes. Still silent. Uh, how long before dwarves fall asleep? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Three, <laughs> three minutes. said like dwarves, like. They have this special yeah. gestation period of <laughs> sleeping. You know. It's like a good. snooze alarm. It's yeah. like a reverse. Snooze. Never, never met one before. So. But it's still. Oh yes, that's right. You I'll saw him go to sleep in no time. <laughs> yeah, you, you're right. That's your did. Door sleeping. Yes. Again. Okay. I'm going in. He <laughs> <laughs> got darted yeah. in the neck. <laughs> no, he, he did. He instantly just fell asleep. <laughs> so yes, I'm going in. Parallel your initiative. Yep. All right. Oh my lord. Fifteen. All right, so you come in, and she is laying on this bed. Again, you know, her armor is kind of centered, so put across the chair. And she's just, just kind of sitting there cross-armed. And then when you, like, the door opens up, she sort of starts to dart up out of bed. Okay. Still in silence, so I'm just going to mouth the <clears throat> words, my room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just lean all the way in. Yeah, just. Keep going. As hard as you can. Yeah. <laughs> and with my sword, I want to just bash her in the face with the pummel of the blade. I don't want to, like, kill her. I, I could just knock her out. That would be great. Okay. That will be AC 25. 
hits. With no armor on. Sorry, yeah, she's armorless. Alright, so no sneak attack is just nine points. That'll do it. Yeah. That checks out. Alright, so you smack her with this pummel of this thorn, and she is going to what is she gonna do exactly here? Let's see. So you you come in through this, you smash her. Blood spews from her nose, and she and you. It, just as you aren't hearing anything, and suddenly you just hear this explosive. Right? She, you know, swears as this comes in. She then it's got a magic missile. Yeah. Mm. Ah, dig. eight points of damage as these darts all just sort of at the same time come out <laughs> and hit you, and she looks a little angry. Trigger. Just the two of you. I was just like, whoa, whoa! I just bought my room. <laughs> Alright, is that all you're doing for your turn? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just open a dialogue here. After you punch her. Okay, make She's a, in my room. <laughs> con saving throw? That is a 21. Alright, so everybody hears a crack of thunder. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the whole place is awake now as a thunder wave comes flying your direction. You do actually sort of sidestep it. You just take half damage, which is only four points of damage, and then you stay on your feet as it sort of, you know, would have knocked you on your butt if it had the, if it uh, caught you just right. But yeah, suddenly the whole place is like, what? As it's been alerted to this. Does, yeah. al- Does this. Lucan hear that outside? Oh, yeah. It's, oh, my lord. I mean, 300 feet away for something like, it's like, he li- is like, thunder. so nervous right now. He's oh, hey guys, what's that? You better go defend me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy's upstairs. Yeah, are Relap like, is sleeping, Zan's sleeping. Do you think that's, one of them turns to, to the other one, do you think that's Dargoon? Still they, they, Dargoon. Just go check on her. They stand up and kind of get themselves ready. They don't leave, but they, they sort of make sure they've got their weapons all together and that their armor's all sort of set, like they're waiting to see what happens next. Bob, what are you going to do? God, I'm getting out of here now. <laughs> I, I've stirred up a, enough attention. I think it's time to tactfully retreat. Okay. What's that look like? Are you running? Or are you... Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, bonus action to disengage. Run, jump through the window. And <laughs> Is there a window? No, I'm and just using a double action to just get out of there. Okay. Good handful of people you have to kind of push your way through as you go. Everybody sort of stopped and looked in that direction, and then you see this dwarf in kind of a loose-fitting tunic standing there in the in the hallway, and everybody is trying to figure out what exactly just happened down there. And you you run off. Nobody seems to stop you. It's it's a little too quick for everybody to react to it. As I get to the door, I'm like, she's a bad woman. <laughs> <laughs> so do I see Hulk running out the door? And yelling, she's a mad woman? Yes, everybody sees, yeah. <laughs> I am not bringing any attention to him. I'm going to stay back in the dark corner and just, just have a blank look on my face. All right. So we've effectively kept her awake a little bit. Yeah. Anything else? Are people just going to rest, or what's this going to look like? I'm assuming Hall will find me after a bit. Yeah, once, uh, once I feel like you know, nobody followed me out or anything, or everything kind of died down Lucan. What in the world happened? Uh, it's not, not important. But oh. go ahead and pretend that you're uh, like town guard and like take a report from her. Awesome. If we could keep her up all the night. Yeah, keeping her up all night. Yeah, but I think I'm the, probably the worst person to do that because they're oh, going to yeah. know who yeah, I am. That's a good point. Know she, she knows exactly who you are. All right. Kind of wish I knew that. what they were doing with Merc right now. 
Wait a minute, you climbed up there. Can you climb up there again? Take a peek in the window? Sure. Yes, I'll give it a shot, since I know which window he's at now. Sure. All right, roll your stuff. 21. Boy, they rolled really well, but we just beat them. That's good, I rolled an 8. <laughs> hey, so do you guys, uh, you like dice? Like throwing the bones? Not right now, please. <laughs> They're like on high alert, you know, they sort of... <laughs> Clearly whatever them. happened would have happened by now. I mean, if you're not going to go find your friend, you might as well throw some dice. I'm bored. Okay. Hulk, you basically witness him. You can see him talking to these two, and they're trying not to listen to him. They're standing there with their weapons. They're kind of... One of them, in fact, goes to the door and sort of looks out into the hallway. I mean, there's two. One of you might as well just go down there and uh, go talk to her. Stop giving us suggestions. Why? You're bothering me. I don't want to make you angry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can tell he's getting a little tired and irritated. All right, I get back down. Uh, they're sitting there talking to him. All right. It's actually probably the most that I've seen Merc talk to anybody. I wonder if I could climb up there. Of course, we could both jump in at the same time. Pretty hard to do that. Yeah. I still stand by. If we're doing this in town, we need to find some way to make it look like he got out on his own. I think we could pay somebody to disrupt her again in the middle of the night. Just a random, I mean, just anything. Two hours from now, just we pay somebody to go in and knock on the door and, I don't know, offer anything or any any, any, any random thing. I've got ideas. I'm looking around, like, is it mostly dead, like, festival goers are, like, almost entirely dead out? Or there's still, like, some people celebrating? Or? No, there's still people celebrating at this point, yeah. Okay. Everything sort of stopped for a minute with the thunder crack, oh. but... There's someone selling those wreaths. Um, yeah. I'm going to go up to one of them. And I will give you a gold in about an hour or so. Go deliver one of those wreaths to an individual in room number two at the Rune Gate Inn. I can do that in an hour for a gold, sure. Yeah. Nice. Put a sorry note with it. Okay. Uh, Don't put Lon Lucan, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's not there. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, he no, is. I, He's wouldn't. I wouldn't be there shopping with him, probably. Okay. Yeah, sincerest apologies. Then just leave it blank. Okay. You come back and tell me the plan, and I tell you that's the great plan. And then I say, hey, what about those little loud banging things you got? We need to make use of those. How many of those do I have left? You threw a lot at me. (laughs) (laughs) I have five left. You have five of those? We can easily hire somebody to go snap a couple of those. God, is there any way we can have somebody snapping those outside the door of Mercs and climb into that dang room? <laughs> I honestly don't think you'd be able to get both of them out of that room. Yeah, I agree. They could truly wake up a dwarven woman in the middle of the night with some unfamiliar cracking noises. Mm-hmm. All right, as uh, I guess we should just head back to the inn, I guess. Well, I think one of us should stay here to make sure we don't see him leave in the middle of the night, right? I'm willing to yeah, stay up point. all night for this if we need to. All right, actually, I think you and I can just do shifts. Yeah, that'll work. What? Yeah, I'll let um, you. Do you want to take the uh, shift? I'll go back yeah, I'll and get my, the, I'll go get my cloak, my heavy yeah, cloak, and kind of I'll, I'll, go, I'll take the first shift. I'm going to find a group of rowdy teenagers. Okay. And uh, whatever one looks like, the head street thug, whatever, I'll pay up a gold to use my last five bang smacks to just periodically go by her door and throw them at the door. Like in the inn? Yeah. He says, oh, I can do it outside, but he's basically like, he knows better. Okay. Because of the oh, reputation. Oh, because of the reputation. Mm-hmm. 
totally okay like, with that. That's a scary place, but he will do it outside. Okay, yeah. He's I'll afraid he wouldn't make it out of the building. Fair enough. Future running gate right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So, Zan, did you go back to go to bed? Mm-hmm. Okay. About probably like 15 minutes after we locked in. Sure. We only have the one room. Because mm-hmm. there's only one room mm-hmm. left at Blessing and Barrel. How sweet. Yeah, it's great. But we'll get to sleep in at least and try to get up. As soon as the eight hours is over, try to get in. Okay. And whatever time that would be in the morning. Merc, they've kind of moved you onto the floor. They're taking, taking turns, getting some rest. So you've been moved to floor duty. Oh, can you at least prop me up against the wall? That'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Zan, do you do anything special to get up and get to relap? Um, well, he's in the same room as I am, so that's probably... What do you mean get to... I just, like, how do you... How do you know when to get up or what? I don't know. If oh. Anything. Yeah, Holger or I could wake her up after the eight-hour mark. If they're going to come in and do shifts, maybe they'll stay at the end and they can wake us up at the, like, second okay. four-hour shift, maybe. All right. So, I feel like enough time is probably gone for, for a relap and wake him up. Is Holger in the room with me? Uh, I don't know, Holger, are you... Well, I do the first shift. back and forth? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so he would be. This is, yeah. this is end of the second later. shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and shake Holger awake. No, no, five more minutes, Bob. No, we don't have five minutes. But we need to go get Merc back. Right. Um, oh, dwarf lady, magic user. Yeah. Totally not friendly. That's fair. And I don't think she likes high orcs. How early is it? What time is you it? You went to bed pretty relatively early, I think. So mm-hmm. maybe five in the morning. All right, I'll tool around a little bit until we make sure Zane gets woken up. Are we doing this? Yeah. So let's what, go get him. What's the plan after we get him out of there? Where are we going? Rontaman. So we should have the horses then. Yeah, we're going to need to leave here pretty quick. All right. I can round most of our horses up, I think. Not Holgan and I can. Question is, do we want to grab Merc in town or do we want to get him out of town? We don't know where they're going. If they're teleporting from here, out of town could be Wood's End. That's what I'm wondering about. We've got two courses of action. Either we steal Merc now and leave town for them to hunt us. And they will. Or we get rid of the uh, wizard's ability to teleport and with no other ability to get to Wood's End, they're going to have to resort to taking the road. Wouldn't they just stay here under the protection of the paladins, rest another eight hours, and then teleport? But you need the material components to teleport. Did we take the material components from her? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, you said she attacked you last night? Yeah, kind of. Did you see her grab any components? No, she shot a spell at me to... Did you have any books with her? Anything? I, I didn't see any books or anything like that. It's a little distracted getting hit with stiff. There was like, like a pack there. You know, she yeah. Could see right. Stuff. But I didn't see her physically using like components or... Because he's seen Relop cast spells and has mm-hmm. to reach into a pouch and pull stuff out to cast. And if he didn't, she didn't do that to him, then that's information we can use. Yeah. He didn't notice anything like that. It's hard to say, though. Like, it's possible that maybe she had something under her clothes. I don't know. Sure. What spell? Now that you say that, maybe. Yeah. He's not sure. I'm going to have him describe the spells. Do I recognize if any of those would require components? Magic Missile doesn't require components. Okay. I don't think Thunder Wave does either. Did someone say Sorceress to us? Sorcerer? I feel like someone said that as a Sorceress and a Wizard. Okay. I don't believe you can cast teleportation circle. Are we just going to head right out 
in front of that hotel. You're already there. Okay. As part of the as part of the shift because he you were shift one and he shift two. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to do. Well, I guess I guess the question is, do we take Merc now and risk being hunted by this group, or do we disable the group and hunt them? I don't know if they're going to stay or if they would go if we stopped them. If they stay, they can't teleport away. They can sleep Staying another eight is... hours and teleport again, or try the teleportation circle again. But they don't have the components, is what I'm saying. You need material components to cast that spell, and that's why I had you buy as much as possible. Okay, okay. We still don't know if she has to use them or if she has them on hand. That's why I'm wondering if we shouldn't <clears throat> have Hulk steal her component pouch. I don't know if he can go in again. I might not be able to get near her again. I have the ability to get you in that room. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Should be relatively quiet. Even if they're at high alert, based on last night's ruckus? If you've kept that lady up, she's probably sound asleep. Did Asher talk to me today? He didn't, actually. Oh. How boring. I'll give give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Okay. I'm going to give him the paralyzation paste as well. Nice. Why didn't I get this earlier? Yeah, when I last Ooh. night. Did you forget about it? <laughs> this room, too. Where is it facing? Is it facing an alley or is it facing a street? Or... It's facing an alley. Okay. All right. So, what's the plan now that you guys are at the hotel? <laughs> You're going to make him invisible? I'm going to make a hole in the wall oh. to room two. Hulk goes in and steals her stuff. Okay. Then she has no way of getting them out of there. Then they have to go to Crosshair Post. I need my bag. Yeah. <laughs> Give back to you. We write them down. <laughs> All right. We just continually pester them, exhaust them until they get to okay. just outside yeah. Crosshair Post. Yeah, we can jump, jump them anywhere on the road. Yeah. Yeah, that is yeah. totally something I can do. Cast Enhance Ability and Dexterity on hold. Nothing's going to go wrong. Yeah, you survived once already through there, right? I know. How quiet is it? got to grab the bag. <laughs> Well, is it, in the town? Are there still tons of people out running no, around? Pretty dead. Everybody's hungover. Okay. <laughs> Except Hulk. What is going on here? <laughs> this night's crazy. I'm gonna pull out some sesame seeds and point to the uh, approximate location of room two. Let's see what they did there. Open sesame. And a uh, nice five foot wide, eight foot tall hole opens in the uh, wall. Okay. It's still pretty dark out, too, so it's not like light suddenly pours into right. the room or anything like that. Hopefully the wind's down and... Like All right. Won't. Hood up on my cloak. Let's start walking into this doorway. All right. Roll your stealth. With advantage. Both die were the same. Mm. Uh, 18, so 31. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Walk into this room. She is sleeping. All right. There's a pack next to her. Yep. I'm going to gather... All of her stuff that I can and stick it in my bag. Okay. So her pack. Okay. Just clear the room, basically. Yep. I think with that roll, we're just not even going to bother with you. You come in, sneak, grab it. Yep. Sneak back out. Okay. All right. I got all her stuff, so... Then he starts talking, and then she wakes mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I got everything taken care of. Oh, no, I shouldn't have been talking. <laughs> oh, I said I that out loud. Things? This was easy! Do we want to try and... We could wait and see if they leave town. I guess if they teleport, though, we would never know. But Unless we kept an eye on the room to see if they moved Merc, then we'd have to track to where Merc was, look at it through a window, mm-hmm. try to see if she's setting up something in one of the other rooms. 
I mean, best case hey. scenario, we should be watching Merc at all times. Relop, I got a question for you. If they teleport, can you use the same teleportation circle they created to teleport where they just went? No. Dang it. No, I can't. Okay. Right. So now we're waiting to see what they do, basically. Um, yeah. I'm going to give it a little bit for Passwall to dissipate. And then I'm going to go ahead and pull out some sand and a uh, quill and cast Dream on Dargoon. What's okay. that do? It's going to okay. invade her dreams. Try, and to, try to bother her so she doesn't get her spells. And I'm going to go ahead oh. and make myself look similar to Hag Ferdwin as possible. Okay. Kind of to do the monstrous option. Right. Hmm. That means you get, what, ten words? Yeah. Dang it. I just say, we ride for you. Release the mercenary. <laughs> nice. And I just make it completely dark and unnerving. Sure. And she, cool. you know, she, in the dream, it's like she gets up and, uh, you know, it's right. the ideal. Yeah, she, I, I totally make it just the worst idea. In the idea. middle of this nightmare, basically. And then when you pull out of that, she continues, presumably, she stays in this nightmare created for her. She needs to make a wisdom saving throw 16. Failed. When she wakes up, she's going to take uh, seven points of psychic damage. And she does not gain the uh, benefits of a rest. Okay. Well, that's rough, huh? (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Is there any vantage point we have into the room with Merc? Like from another building across the street or anything like that? No, because they keep it shut. Yeah. They keep it closed. Yeah. You can okay. see through the sheer of the mm. curtain, but you have to be right up on it, and there's okay. a light on the inside. Okay. How closely are they watching me? In the middle of the night? No, like in the morning. Oh, I mean in the morning, they yeah. Like in fact, like you get down to where there's just one of them in there, because the other one goes to the restroom and eat, and so they're now taking shifts during the day. I keep saying that you that if hog tied me, is it like super like uncomfortable or can I like No, fly? it's pretty loose. Pretty loose. Yeah. I will uh, stand up, go to the window and open it, look outside, around. Alright. Or just fall out. <laughs> well that's all we had to do. Does it fall out? Well forget it. Disappears into the Don't crowd. Amazing. <laughs> You just there is no crowd. So, there is now. See you guys later. Little salute. Toss on the window. He's got 150 <laughs> invoice. He's fine. There's a big wagon of hay going by. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just take that falling damage. <laughs> I spent an inspiration point. There's a cart of hay. <laughs> yes, there is. Do we see him do that? Well, this is the morning, right? They've gone yeah. down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're yeah. watching that, like you Can do, you see him go. Feather over. fall on him. I could. Can you get him from this far away? Yeah, I think it's 30 feet. It's a reaction kind of thing. So, like, if right. he were to jump, right. he could cast it at that point. I think it's 60 feet. Is it 60? So, is this window, yeah, uh, window nice and secure, I wonder? <laughs> it's not actually glassed. Like, there's shutters that are open, but then there's a curtain <gasps> shut. Oh, this is the easiest thing in the world. Why not tell him to just jump? We do that. Yeah. I can't believe this. <laughs> we just have him jump, cast Featherfall, grab him, and run like the Dickens. And we're fine. Yeah. We could do that. Uh-huh. But we're going to have to deal with this party. They're not just going to say, ah, oh, dang, he's gone. Yeah, they're going to crash down. But they're also sleeping. They have to get ready. Um, yeah, Spellcaster has a full night rest. Um Let's do this. This would be them at their weakest point, I I'm would I'm going to go get the horses. No, I have the horses. Oh, yeah, the horses. I said the we wagon and everything? Okay. Yeah, we brought everything. Because oh. we knew we were going to have to run. Let's do this. You're in there so, with the 
with Cesario, and he's like, get away from the window. What? <laughs> Hurt me. Get away from the window. Relop? <laughs> Let's do Whenever this. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> By your leave. <laughs> so I put the wire back in my pouch. I'm like, well, you're on the run, team. Flip out the back. Like, just like go backwards. <laughs> we just spent four hours figuring out. <laughs> they let him stand up and walk to him. Hey, y'all. Jeez. Okay. Saved himself after all that. All right. Hey. Uh, cast Featherfall. We're no longer associated with it. He escaped on his own. <laughs> exactly. We didn't do anything. Um, right. Feather, you feather fall down. It doesn't take very long. It's like, so, oh, my Lucius name, which will hop on my horse. <laughs> start getting everybody's horses going. Yeah, they never struck your armor, but they would. Well, well can I on, start untying the knots while I'm falling? Sure. I mean, you don't fall very far. It's just, yeah, but know. I can like, start on the feet. Sure. Also, we have well, yeah. yeah, when you get there, Luke Khan will cut you free and like pick you up and put sure. you on your horse. But it would be easier if you had like, one of the knots on that. Sure. Either way. Right. So we'll ride up onto where he lands and help him up and get him on the horses. Okay. And take where off. are you going? Out of town. Out. Yep. We can just go to the Harris Ranch for now. I don't want to get anyone else involved in this. I just say we hit the road and then we will ambush them at some point. They're going to be following us, tracking us. Let's go find a nice little cave. It's been recently freed of wolves. Huh. Let them find me there, and you guys out and push them on the, the backside. We can get my stuff back. Works for me. Yeah. Hey, uh, Hulk, I'm going to need to take a look at that stuff that you picked up. Oh, yeah, sure. We can do that once we get out of town. Yeah. So we get on the horses and jet, and we're All good? Right. Yeah, oh. so you head, head out of town on your way to Harris Ranch. Cruise. I would say go to that cave. Where the wolves were. So that's a good ambush point. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's that works pretty for me. much the Harris Ranch area. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and pull out the uh, scroll case that Quinn sent me off with. And just in giant capital letters on the scroll write, Get your house in order. Asher Walnair is a not cultist. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number 4, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. Oh good, my stripper's here. <laughs> yeah. Never out. That male hierarchy. She turns around and says, what took you so long? Yeah, uh, if she says something like that, you should just go immediately. Yeah, I'm going to just wait with it. Yeah, Go mail jiggles. True lies it up. <laughs> that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, but we're bright. You made Mark break. He's got a pee. He's so happy. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome piss. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the most excited I've ever been in this game. Yeah, I want to freaking go save Merc. <laughs> it's the first time Relop has ever asked me to do anything, and I didn't. I kind of want to come through. <laughs> We're gonna hyperspace skip. There you go. You can't do that in the Millennium Falcon. It doesn't have a compressor. Sure can. You know why? Because it's Star Wars. I we do whatever it. we want. It can, and I just did. The whole ship's on fire. What happened to BB-8? <laughs> oh, I love... I, I love, asked you about oh, the fire. I, I asked oh. you about BB-8. You love. dropped a tree on him? You slight scoops? <laughs> I thought it was important for us to like recognize like the harshness of some things, too. Sure. Like, we get this, like, okay, the Pyrians are laid back, and we get this. 
and then they're not. You know, like yeah. it's good to see a little bit of. They have a zero sides. to one hundred. Well, because of what yeah. we had heard of them, plus what I had read in your story stuff, I was just like, "Oh man, this is gonna be rough." And then we got there, and everybody was super pleasant. And we're just like, <laughs> "Yeah, all right. Oh, gallows are creepy. Everybody okay, cool. Nice. But you know, still, we hadn't gotten into really the harshest. I hadn't seen anybody like shoot someone yet in the street, like a gunslinger duel or anything like that. Uh, we won't tonight. I was kind of thinking the bar owner was going to shoot somebody at cards at some point, like just in the middle of the room, like oh, talking sure. and then just. But I've been watching a lot of Deadwood, so I suppose that probably <laughs> tempering my thoughts a little bit. <laughs> Back at the Blessing Barrel, he's got this... Uh, who's that guy? Don't Nobody knows him. what you're talking Don't about. Don't him. It's an audio podcast. Okay, start over. Start What's over. What's that? Who's this? <laughs> we hate you now. <laughs> you're already dead. <laughs> Back at the Blessing Barrel. Okay, let me try it. Yeah, try, try that one more time. I'm going to play the lightning rod, too, before I leave. <laughs> Whoa! Jeez, Whoa. Sound, sounds fun. Sound bite. <laughs> oh, dang it! <laughs> oh. I, I meant play with electricity. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 